Hello and welcome to Behind the Bearcat. This is the podcast where the Northwest Missouri State University Career Services Office chats with Northwest faculty, staff, students, alumni, and friends to hear about their career journeys, how they got to where they are, and how they became Bearcats. I'm Northwest Internship Coordinator Travis Klein. And I am Hannah Christian, the Assistant Director of Career Services here at Northwest. And on today's show, uh, our distinguished senior graphic designer here in the Northwest Marketing Department, Bearcat, who graduated with a degree in journalism uh, in 2008, hailing originally from St. Joseph, Missouri, Ashley Hendricks. Welcome to our podcast, Ashley. Hello. Welcome. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Wahoo. <laughs> so on our podcast, uh, one, of the, one of my most favorite things that I like to ask people um, is... Let's start right at the beginning with young working Ashley. What was your very first job? My first job was I was a paginator at the Miami County Republic. So that is a small town newspaper in Paola, Kansas. And I was putting together the pages of a um, Wednesday and Friday weekly newspaper. And um, we covered the cities of Osawatomie, Kansas and Lewisburg, Kansas and Paola, Kansas. And it was just a great first job. I mean, I learned so much in those years, how to build ads, how to put pages together. I mean, I had already kind of done that stuff at the Missourian um, and for the Tower Yearbook, but uh, yeah, I loved that job. It was a good job. So that was your first job. Let me back up again a little more. That was your first job out of college? Out of college. Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, okay. Back oh, up. We want to back up even. Well, oh, let's go way God. back into the Stone my Ages. First, first job. Yeah, so that was yeah. a really cool high school. I know. I was job. like, how did you get that? <laughs> oh, okay. High school. Sorry. Woo. Let me no, back even back. Like very first, like, like Ashley's very first job experience. Oh, well, that was the sizzler in St. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> that was less exciting. <laughs> Although I did get to t- talk on the microphone there to announce what people ordered. So... <laughs> So were you a hostess or a, uh, what, what was your role there? Oh yeah. I was, uh, I took the orders, uh, bus tables, restock salad bar, those sorts of things. So, yep. Just a long line of serving after that. So. That's good. We just, we thought you started at a much higher level than we did. So we were a little paranoid there. Nope. 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 We've had some guests who their first job was like, that's, you did that in high school? That's amazing. So you never know. It's really the stories we hear. It's Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Love it. I guess my question after that, sometimes it, it turns into, why did you get into journalism? Um, I actually got into journalism because I loved my journalism class I took in high school um, with, this, with Mrs. Hornaday at Central High School. Um, she was tough as nails. And I wanted her to like my writing and my design so bad that I worked my butt off in her class. And it was just so rewarding, like the challenge and um, the puzzles of putting things together, you know, in your books and things, and then interviewing my classmates and writing stories. I just really fell in love with it. Uh, and I thought, I think I should be doing this professionally, or I, I should pursue this professionally. You know, I, I loved theater in high school as well, but I kind of didn't think that was a, a real life path, <laughs> um, just more for fun. And so um, journalism, man, it just really, it pushed me and I liked that. It was tough. So did, is that why you decided to study it in college then? I did. Yeah. Um, you know, actually I um, 
didn't even realize I was going to come to Northwest. I was a late decision maker in my uh, late spring. I, did, I took a tour and I was like, man, this place is amazing. Um, I had no idea how cool Northwest was. I had only come for music competition before and, and just been in um, Charles Johnson and things. And so it was really awesome to come and tour the campus. I thought, this is such a vibrant place. I've, I've got to be here. I got to do things. So. And did you declare major? Like, were you declared journalism coming in? Yes, I was. I, I started off the bat my freshman year uh, working for Tower Yearbook, and I had a, a journalism scholarship. I met with Laura Widmer at the time, who was my advisor, and she had like saw what a yearbook nerd I was. I had all of my pages marked on what I'd worked on, and I was like, I really want to work for your staff. And so she just accepted me with open arms and let me go to town. So it was great. So can you talk to us about some of your experiences as a student? I'm sure Tower Yearbook was probably not your only maybe student position, or even I know that broadcasting students have a, a wide variety of opportunities open to them here. Can you talk to us about that? Sure. Yeah. So I, I participated in Tower Yearbook, like I said, and a little bit on the Missouri in my senior year, because I thought I should probably learn this newspaper thing. Um, and then I also worked for X106, which led me to an internship at 98.9 The Rock my sophomore year of college, which was the coolest internship ever. Uh, Johnny Dare is the nicest person I've ever met. And um, that was so much fun. I actually got to work a rock fest. I got to meet like Shinedown and um, Stained. And it was just incredible. It was so cool. Um, let me think other opportunities. I was a part of Greek life. And so I got my feet wet in learning to uh, lead a group of people. I was served as the secretary on the executive board my junior year for Alpha, and I serve as an advisor for Alpha now. So it's kind of neat see, being on the flip side and seeing uh, women come up and just grow into the roles that they have. So it's pretty awesome. So so you, you're one of the Bearcats. There seems to be a lot of us who, who graduate and go work somewhere else for a little while and come back. So can you talk about that process of coming back to work at Northwest and kind of how that happened? And Kind of a little bit of what you do in the marketing department now. Absolutely. Well, I kind of, I kind of fell into it, and I think I scared my husband at the time. Uh, we, when I left school, like I was telling you guys about, I went. We moved to Olathe, Kansas, which is, you know, it was thirty miles south of where I was working in Paola. But we said, oh, let's stay near the city. Um, and so I lived in Olathe for eight years, and I worked for um, the Johnson County Sun after that, and the Lee Summit Journal and uh, Ingram's Business Magazine. I was at Ingram's at the time when this position came open in the marketing department. And I thought, I would really love to interview for that. We were thinking about raising a family and I, Maryville was like perfect for raising a family. My in-laws are here. It's close enough to St. Joe, but it's not St. Joe. And it's just such a homey. I've always, I've always thought of Maryville as like my hometown or the hometown of my heart. <laughs> I know that sounds really corny, but it, it's really true. And so when I got the position, Mark was like, oh God, we're really doing this. <laughs> and so uh, that was just, it was amazing. It was, it was such a good move. Um, he's even told me on several occasions, that was one of the best decisions you've ever made. You know, it was kind of a crazy decision, but it worked out, worked out for the best. I want to emphasize here that your degree is in journalism. It is not in graphic design. No. <laughs> Tell us about, because we, you know, we share with students a lot of times that there's this mindset that if I'm going to work in a field, I must have the degree in the field. 
So can you speak to that? None of us are working in our fields. Let's be clear. <laughs> <laughs> I think the, the journalism field has helped me become a strong communicator. And I'm really good at reading something and how can I bite-size piece this, make this into something that somebody can visually see and get the gist of what's happening. So where my skill set developed was really learning how to process information efficiently and sharing it with others. And so I think that that is, that's the skill that I had from journalism. So yeah, it wasn't exactly journalism. I wasn't exactly writing. I was always, I was always doing layouts or making ads or doing things like that. And, you know, now as we develop further social media graphics, that field is humongous. And that's really just processing information, visualizing it. So, you know, I think there's a lot of jobs that will come open for students that we have never even heard of yet, but developing a skill set that you have a knack for, that's, that's the name of the game. Yeah, I would think that journal, the journalism yearbook stuff, I would think ties right in with what, you know, you make posters and you do, mm-hmm. you know, you do some of the stuff you do is, you know, I can definitely see that influence of working for a newspaper as a paginator or working yeah. in your book and just kind of knowing how to compose something to draw the eye. Like I would think that all kind of goes in together with those same things, even though your degree doesn't say graphic design, it's those right. skills are the same. Exactly. And yeah. I think too, there's always going to be a new type of tool. You know, everybody uses Adobe, what's it, you know, for the the things or whatever, but there's, there's always going to be new tools, better tools. And it isn't about how, whether or not you know how to use the tools, it's about teaching yourself or learning how to use those tools to do exactly what you said, which is take lots of information and break it down into quickly absorbed information. Like the real skill is not that you can use Adobe, right? Like mm-hmm. that's not right. the skill. Anybody can learn how to use Adobe. It's, it's, Absolutely. it's, uh, it's outside of that realm. I love these kinds of conversations. Cause like from that past experience, like up to now as a senior graphic designer, like what types of wisdom do you have for people who are maybe if they're fresh grads looking for a job or maybe if they're still a college student, like what kind of wisdom can you share as far as job hunting career types of wisdom? I think I would share, don't be afraid to take the entry level job. It is okay. Um, You know, my job that I first took right out of the gate was very entry level. I was very bottom of the totem pole, but that's, that's how you learn how the office works. That's how you learn office relations. That's how you grow. Um, So don't look at it as, oh man, I'm, I'm just the low man on the totem pole. You're really there to absorb as much as you can from that position. And then when you see the next opportunity, take it. And also, you know, um, my other piece of advice, and I learned this later in my twenties is that really the job makes the difference. I mean, if you're doing something that you love to do every day, nine to five, eight to five, as we do, you know, that is huge. That's monumental. If you hate your job, <laughs> Uh, life is hard. Um, but if you love your job, it's worth it. And even if it's in little Maryville, Missouri, you know, um, you can kind of make your own magic wherever you are. Uh, and I think that there's a lot of people here who are doing that. And so, you know, if you have to take a job in a community that might be small, it doesn't mean it's bad. Um, it's it's kind of means you can make it whatever you want it to be. What do you actually do all day as a senior graphic designer? Oh, yes. Okay. So this is a lot of different things. So I have like a regular monthly schedule of recruiting 
postcards, posters, uh, booklets that are going to freshmen. And we have it planned out throughout the year. Of course, in the beginning of August, um, a prospective student will get a recruitment brochure or magazine that tells them all the wonderful things about Northwest. I also make the acceptance packet, um, little postcards along the way with our sales points, you know, so all of those things. So admissions is my baby and uh, making email graphics, making things for social media that we share, like that textbook laptop program, those sort of things. So that's kind of like the regular cycle. Um, I also am in charge of doing the posters for athletics um, and helping out in any way that that they need. So if they need a graphic here or there for sports, they do have their own interns. So a lot of times I'm just helping with the print side of athletics. And then on top of that, anything that alumni or if Dr. J needs a presentation to go take down to Jeff City, um, I am right there on that project, making sure that Northwest looks great and professional. And so it's a lot of different things, brochures, posters, digital, you name it, that's what I'm working on. <laughs> So you mentioned kind of making home where you are. And, you know, you mentioned Maryville is kind of your adopted hometown. I know you and Mark mm -hmm. both are very active in the Maryville community. Can you just kind of talk through, you know, how you all got involved and plugged into that and some of the stuff that you do? I know we, we probably don't have time for everything you've done because I know you're involved in <laughs> things. But. Sure. Yeah, um, we had started getting involved in the Maryville Public Arts Committee. And um, we started with uh, this festival, uh, Art, Rhythm, and Brews. And we just thought, let's make a fun event um, kind of off of, I don't know if anybody's gone to Jazoo in Kansas City, but you come and you sample all kinds of different things from different restaurants and there's live music. And we thought, how fun would that be in the square to celebrate you know, the artwork that's around? And so we are in our fifth year of that. We were canceled this last year for COVID, but hopefully we'll be back again um, this spring to do so. So, you know, that was just kind of our like way of like, ooh, let's do something cool and fun in Maryville. And, um, it, it kind of took off. And so that's great. Um, I also am a part of, you know, some things with my church, uh, church board for um, the Wesley Student Center, that building that sits right in front of campus. So that's uh, student ministry. And then Alpha, of course, um, leading that group. And um, just these are just things that I'm passionate about that I love that um, I care a lot about and want to see grow. Uh, I think the arts are super important in just enriching how things look and experience and art brings people together. And so I, I just think all that stuff is just an important way to work with your fellow community members to make things good and different and nice. And so, I don't know, I guess we kind of, Mark and I kind of fall into things and then um, just get, get sucked in <laughs> and, and get, get working. So but it, it keeps things interesting and fun and keeps us hopping. Art Rhythm and Bruce is one of the best things ever. So <laughs> thank you. I, that's one of my favorite events. And I was so sad I got canceled this past year. Yes, so. that was oh, very sad. Exactly. So hopefully we'll be bigger and better. We want to do something fun in the pocket park for this year. Maybe have like a special cocktail area over there. And it's just nice to shut down the streets and kind of wander around downtown. We have a cool downtown. And I think it's on its way to being even cooler. So uh, with the brewery opening up and stuff. So I think Maryville's got a bright future ahead of it. So a little bird tells me that you're running for something. Yes, <laughs> I am running for city council. Um, and so the vote is in April, April 6th. And that is something I fell into also. <laughs> um, I just have um, kind of adopted this, this strategy mentality that 
if I want to see something change, I'm going to be a part of that change. Uh, it's a part of why I'm in the ally group and why I sit on the Moms Demand Action Group in Maryville. It's just with out of negative things, people can work together to make things better. And that's the way to go about it. Instead of complaining online or just complaining to your friends, let's get a group together and see what we can do to, to make good and change happen. And that's how I'm, I'm in with the uh, city council. I'm hoping I can bring good and change and keep Maryville really strong. Uh, you know, if we have a strong Maryville, then we have a great community that students want to come to. So I think it only helps Northwest. So that's why I'm passionate about it. That's why I'm doing it. What has been the most surprising thing that you've learned in running? I know it's been only a short time, but what is the most <laughs> surprising thing you've learned so far? Surely something. Oh, um, haters on Facebook and Twitter are, are really a real thing. <laughs> and um, I learned already, my husband and I decided that we have a red line. The red line is if somebody threatens our lives or our children's lives, then that gets reported to the authorities. Um, but if anybody wants to say anything else, well, they can say it. And um, if anybody wants to come talk to me and get to know my character and who I am as a person, that is, I'm all for that. So I think that that's how we get through negativity and junk and haters. It's not paying attention to it. I really just don't. It's so <laughs> I don't easy tolerate to it. I know, right? It's so easy to type <laughs> out on the computer all the thoughts that run through your mind, right? It's it's yeah. not so easy to run for city council, you know, and actually step up bodily and say, hey, I want to participate in change. Not just on mm -hmm. Facebook with my typey typey, but, you know, right. I want to do this. Absolutely. All right. Absolutely. So... From all your time being on campus as a Bearcat and, um, you know, from being a part of the community now, not just Maryville, but you're also here on campus as well. Can you talk about what it means to you to be a Bearcat? Oh, man. Being a Bearcat is something very special. Um, you know, we used to have a, a bet with my grandfather every basketball game and football game because uh, he's a Mo West grad. And so we'd always bet 20 bucks in change. So then you're left with all this change, <laughs> um, back and forth. And so that was always so much fun, that goofy rivalry we have with one another, but I, being a Bearcat is, is so much more than that. Um, it, I am really proud of my alma mater. I've met so many wonderful people that have gone to school here. Uh, what, what being a Bearcat stands for is huge. I even think as we're so politically divided and, um, I remind myself, you know what, that person could be a bear cat. I'm not going to be a hater and be grouchy about their thoughts because I totally respect bear cats hundred percent across the board because, you know, we have a common experience and a, a common love for uh, Northwest because Northwest is a special place. And uh, we're helping, we are helping people um, achieve a more successful life. Um, you know, I'm a first gen college student. And so I, I have a way better life than my parents had. And, you know, I want a way better life for my child. And so I just think we're making dreams happen here at Northwest by golly. So um, that's what makes it special to be a Bearcat. So you mentioned being a first gen college student. Could you tell us what that means? First of all, for those of those people who might be listening or watching and who don't know what being a first gen college student means. And then could you kind of share that experience? Sure. Yeah. Um, so being first gen means that I am the first in my family to go to college. 
Um, my mom worked for the water company for a lot of years and she now teaches yoga. And my dad is um, a former Marine and worked for the air guard for a lot of years. And those are excellent jobs. And I am super proud of, of what they've done. Uh, but they always have pushed me to go to school. And they said, if you want to be successful in life, you got to go to school. And so I did and um, made that journey and learned about student loans and <laughs> FAFSAs and everything and probably made some mistakes along the way. But as my brother came up behind me and went to the University of Missouri, he had somebody as as a guide to look up to to um, successfully graduate. And he's much smarter than me and got a 4.0 from Mizzou. So <laughs> But it's um, maybe he just learned from your mistakes. Like you were just helping him out. Like, so you have a stake in that (laughs) 4.0. I hope so. He probably learned. I did tell him to study and I told him always go to class, even (laughs) if you were hungover or tired, go to class. So that was my, that was my soapbox to my little brother. (laughs) Yes. True. If you're a student watching this, you need to go to class. That's right. You can do it. I flunked out from not going to class. So please don't be like me. (laughs) <laughs> That's right. In your position now, you mentioned, you know, you, you advise for, for your sorority and things like that. Do you have a chance to work with many students um, through your office interns or students who work part-time for the university communication and marketing department there? Yeah. Yeah. We usually have um, two or three students that work in our office um, a semester and man, we've had some talented designers come through here. Uh, it's just been awesome. I've had students, some semesters where I just hand them a description of a project and they run with it. And that is amazing. Um, you know, we kind of, we work as like the university's ad agency. And so having interns is imperative. We have tons of jobs that come in, you know, cause we are serving every department in the university too. And so uh, we kind of just split that up and work together. And so the students I've worked with have been phenomenal. It's been awesome. And I, the best part is getting to be a reference for them and talk, brag on them and say how great they are and and see where they're headed. So that's been a really wonderful opportunity too. As a person who hires students, if I'm a student, what can I do? Like if I want to be a graphic designer, like what can I do to make myself a good candidate for a graphic design position or something like that, like in a competitive field? I would say have a really um, like unique resume nicely designed, just something that's got an element that shows me how creative you are. Um, You know, have a website that shows your work. Uh, That always helps me know that you're capable of taking information and making it interesting and visually stimulating. And that's what we're looking for. So yeah, usually when a student comes to us with a nice resume or a nice website, uh, we are all about it because then we can see your skills right there on display. Now I can help them a little bit better, right? When they come yeah. down here. We have a lot of graphic design students who your positions are very sought after. So we refer students your way all the time. So yeah, it's nice to have that insight awesome. on what they can do to, to have a leg up potentially. So mm-hmm. excellent. Absolutely. Those of you who don't know, Ashley and I are also neighbors. Um, we are. Um, you know, I, I just wanted to say, I, I really appreciate all that you and Mark both do for the community. Um, you know, the, being part of all the groups that you're in and running for city council, you know, that's, that means a lot. And I think that's really important for us, especially those of us who are alumni who work at the university to model the way for our students. And I think you do, you're a fantastic example of that for our students. So I just wanted to take thank an you. opportunity just to say thank you for, for, you know, not only all you do for Northwest, but also for Maryville too. And it, it means a lot. And you are a fantastic neighbor. So Please don't oh, well, thank you. I enjoy being your neighbor too. <laughs> that is a good point though. I mean, 
you know, what, what better precedent to set for new Bearcats than to see people, you know, who are already Bearcats being great examples of what to do with, with themselves after they leave mm-hmm. <laughs> Northwest. Cause we're still here. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so with all of that being said, we have like the end of the show of season two theme of please speak your mind, share your thoughts. COVID is, has caused us to just need some open space to share what's going on in your world. So the stage is yours. Well, awesome. Okay. Well, this gives me a soapbox to talk about another thing I'm involved in, which is um, the uh, St. Francis uh, Hospital Foundation Gala. Um, I'm actually an ambassador this year and the focus is on mental health. Um, I personally have struggled with depression since high school. Um, and so I just want everybody to take note of their mental health. Um, a book that really helped me, I did a study or a book study at my church back in Olathe that was called The Depression Cure. And it's written by Dr. Olardi, who is a professor at the University of Kansas. Um, And he tells you different natural things you can do to help yourself, like making sure you get enough sunlight, making sure you get enough sleep, good food to eat, that you exercise daily, that you take fish oil, those sorts of things. That self-care is huge and it's important and it has to be done every day, especially if you're struggling with feeling sad or down or replaying tapes of sadness in your mind. We have to change that channel, you know, refocus your attention somewhere else that's positive and reflect on positive things rather than negative things because it works similarly. It's kind of like a funnel, right? If you keep thinking negative, you kind of go like this, keep thinking positive, you go up this direction. So I just would encourage our students as we are in a really tough time of lost connection and things are not normal and, and just having the grace for yourself, I would encourage you to, you know, read a book on helping yourself feel better. Um, You know, and really, I'm not hating on social media, but my goal this year with social media is to spend about 15 to 20 minutes per day and then leave it. Uh, Because it's, it can be all consuming sometimes. And I don't, I don't think that's healthy. And so I'm trying to do more books, less social media. That's my goal. So anyway, that's my little soapbox. And, And if anybody ever is struggling and wants to talk, my office door is open anytime. Um, and I'm happy to set you in the direction of, of reading the depression cure. Heck, I'll even give you a copy of it because it, it really changed my life. And I, I think that that's huge. So, um, I, I lead a group Thursday nights, we zoom and we just talk about our mental health. So that's available too. And it's open to anybody students otherwise. So awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. All right, well, that will do it for another episode of Behind the Bearcat, and we'll talk to you next time.